0: Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800 to the website at allamericangold.com. And I encourage everyone uh, as you out there at allamericangold.com, so many things, so many things, uh, articles, videos that we never, ever get to uh, scroll down. Check out Martin Armstrong's interview with USA Watchdog. We we briefed it yesterday, uh, but briefed it. There is so much more in there. Uh, because all our podcast, all that. So we got so much stuff out there. Uh, we hardly ever talk about it. Uh, but make sure you check that out. A lot of great information. Make it part. Uh, of your daily routine to keep you in the know and, and Jason it, it's been a a wild uh year uh, obviously the the headlines this week kind of moved away if you will from from economic data with what was happening with the the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, and it, and it definitely seems to have people fired up, and uh, it's going to be interesting how this plays out as the midterm elections uh, roll in. Uh, i I got to believe uh, the Democrats may have overplayed their hand on this one.
1: I don't know. Joe Biden says we have 0% inflation. I don't know.
0: I was actually listening uh, to Kevin Larusso, the show he's on right before us. He actually played the clip. I, I saw the headline.
1: Oh, I saw it. I saw it. It's it's blatant. I
0: actually so Kevin played it. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? This is this is the president of the United. States. He came out and said there was good news. There was zero percent inflation, and then he went on to say, Jason, what it means is, hey, some things went up, but other things went down.
1: Yeah, it all balances off. <laughs> it's because
0: gasoline went down a little bit. <laughs> By the way, I, and I don't want you know, I am just telling you, gasoline prices are not going to stay here. Uh, Goldman Sachs out today says five dollar gas will be back before the end of the year, uh, and, and that's really not a stretch. Uh, it, it's really when you look at at inventory numbers. Uh, I know they, they, and again, a lot of people starting to question all of these numbers i know robobank was out yesterday uh it was pretty comical uh what they were saying you know zero inflation uh they talked about the inflation reduction uh bill you know that they're calling which uh is really think about what that bill really is that's just a huge huge increase in tax enforcement that's really what's in that bill. A bunch of spending on on green energy, a bunch of spending on the IRS. Oh, and we're going to tax corporations more. And, and again, not, I'm not saying that corporations shouldn't be taxed more. Right? The, here's the problem with the tax. They've created so many loopholes that a lot of companies, hey, because of these loopholes, uh, can avoid paying a bunch of taxes. Now, some of these loopholes... Maybe aren't necessarily bad loopholes. Hey, we're going to build a plant. Uh, we're going to create jobs. We're going to, you know, things that could stimulate. So I could understand it. But if we would just stop playing all these games, get rid of all this stuff, get rid of all the loopholes, get rid of all the tax breaks, we wouldn't even need an IRS, Jason.
1: Yeah, well, actually, if you eliminate federal income tax, which shouldn't be there, there'd be no reason to collect the taxes. You know, just get rid of the get rid of uh, the federal income tax law that. Which was passed conveniently in the same year that the uh, Federal Reserve Act was passed. You know, you have to have, to have the collection arm for the, uh, the loan shark, right? You know, it's easy. Uh, it, and, and
0: most, yeah, most people don't realize, do you know that we've been setting records for tax collection? Records. We've never collected more. And guess what? The problem is it's never enough, right? The, the more we collect, they end up it seems like this is kind of how the math works whatever we increase in collection we we double or triple the amount of spending right i mean it 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 it's a it's a never ending game it's like all these school you know every time in local elections every local election there's another a school override school override school override and it's like when have you finally collected enough money it never ends
1: yeah, the, uh, the whole thing about taxing is is that it never really solves the problems. It's, it, sh- it should be a consumption tax. If anything, if you need to raise money for you know your local fire department or whatever, uh, it should be local consumption tax. It's, re- it's really easy, Joe, because then the citizens can vote in how high it should be. We in, in Colorado we have Tabor, and uh, you know we got the, we got the little thing going on where uh, where uh, Jared Polis is is claiming uh, that he's the one that helped to get get us these refunds from Tabor, uh, the thing he's been trying to destroy since he's been governor. You know, he wants more taxes, but Tabor stops him from doing it. So he's been adding fees to our ta- uh, taxes, called fees. And then suddenly, Tabor is is uh, is giving refunds because how the law's written. And he's standing on top saying, "Oh, this is me. Re- re-elect Jared Polis because I'm the one that's giving you money back." Yeah.
0: Well, how about this? Uh, we got notification from the FCC uh, licensing. So every year we pay. Uh, it's a pretty significant amount if you own a radio station. And thirteen percent increase. I guess Joe Biden missed that no inflation.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's missing a lot. I I mean, I <laughs> I hope he's getting paid a lot for to <laughs> to to play that part. He's been playing. He's he's really well, really. Well, you know good what? Bad. I
0: don't know. I don't even think he's playing the part. He's just a huckleberry, right? I mean, come on. He he was never the sharpest tool in the shed to begin with. Uh And now let's face it. He's old. He's old. His cognitive abilities are diminishing. I don't even know that he's acting. He probably actually believed what he said the other day.
1: Uh, Well, that's that's kind of the thing that people try to understand. Does does he even say things that he knows, or is he just reading it and has no idea what he's doing? Yeah, I don't know. I think he used to be. He used to know what was going on. It seems like nowadays he doesn't know what's going on, Joe.
0: Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Joe and Jason. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh pretty much uh everything uh everything mostly up today. Gold's up today, silver's up today. Uh the Dow is not a lot, but the Dow's up a hundred. Uh bond yields are are a little lower, uh two eight six uh on bond yields this morning. a couple of Pretty big announcements uh, that we need to be aware of. First, Turkey. Uh, Turkey has agreed to pay Russia in rubles uh, for their natural gas, and you know, Turkey's a pretty big country. They get over half of their gas from Russia. Uh, so again, the the importance of, of this is uh, most of this was being paid for in in euros or dollars. Uh, now just Turkey's gonna, once again, Jason, right, diversify, uh, and, and make sure they have rubles on hand, which means less dollars, less euros, uh, at a time when, we you know, gotta remember, you know, we still haven't gotten to maximum, maximum, uh, maximum quantitative tightening. Uh, that won't occur until next month. So, uh, all these countries, Moving away from dollars, moving away from Euros gonna put more pressure on these bond markets, which are already uh significantly inverted. But then today, uh news out about Saudi Arabia and China coming to a a major agreement in a multi uh prong memorandum of understanding that was signed today. Between Saudi Arabia's oil company, uh Saudi Aramco, and China's largest oil company, uh at a critical step here, uh where now China is is once again reaffirming, Jason. It is a major economic player in Saudi Arabia, and, and really, we don't actually import a lot of Saudi. We import some Saudi Arabian crude, but not what China is doing, uh, and now they've reached a member of understanding here. It looks like this relationship, we keep watching this relationship. Uh, as we talked about, what was it, a week or so ago, it looks like. China, India, Brazil, and Russia have been wooing Saudi Arabia, Turkey, right to join BRICS.
1: Yeah, Saudi Arabia never really was, I mean, a major importer to the United States. I mean, I guess they're major, but they're not, uh, they, they could be taken out as far as what needing the oil, you can rearrange it. But the, the whole, you know, the petrodollar is all about, you know, them selling their oil in dollars. That's That's the key to that agreement. Hey. You can go blow up your neighbors. We'll give you some weapons, and you just sell all your oil and dollars. That was the deal. And uh, well, it's uh, that was that's a fifty-year-old deal. Sometimes these things don't age well. And uh, Saudi Arabia looking like they like Russia and China more now.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, obviously, the United States has already responded. That uh, they're reaffirming their commitment. Uh, to the Middle East, and and again, uh, you got to follow the money. It's going to be interesting. I'm I'm looking through, I I don't have all the details on the memorandum of understanding. Uh, I'm looking for, and I don't see it, uh, which I'm going to say is a good thing, at least right now, uh, how China is going to to pay, Uh, but it does look like China has offered to buy a 5% stake in Saudi Aramco. And, uh, of course, that's a valuation. That company's worth uh, $2 trillion. Uh, But is there going to be an announcement soon that China's going to start being allowed to purchase Saudi crude using Renembi? That's going to be, I think, if we see this announcement come next uh this is the first step the rhetoric and agreement uh saudi uh saudi aramco is going to be allowed to buy into several chinese refiners it looks like china is going to be allowed to buy into saudi aramco uh obviously the next step in this relationship jason would be like hey let's use let's stop using dollars
1: Let's stop using dollars. Is, is uh, something we're going to be hearing more and more and more every single month, every single year that goes by. It, it's this. This really is the uh, the next uh, massive crash. It could be the uh, the, the non usage of dollars, Joe. This this could be what's happening. I mean, I, China. What's going on in China with with uh, property? I, I watched another video. It's it's when when dollars stop getting used and Chinese property is being foreclosed on. And, and their property problem is much worse than our property problem. This is going to cause a, a cataclysmic crash on the on a worldwide scale, Joe. And and the, the only place you can spend dollars is going to be here. It's almost like they can raise rates all they want, and the inflation may never stop if, if all the dollars come home to roost at the same time. I mean, what can they really do, Joe? It's, 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 yeah, it's almost are- like Russia and China know that this, this is the play to, to gain power right now.
0: These are things that are complicated because people quite don't understand. But what Jason's talking about is is if they don't buy it, right if Saudi Arabia doesn't buy dollars, if China doesn't buy dollars, if Turkey doesn't buy dollars, you know, Russia's not buying dollars, that means somebody else has to buy them because the debt's got to roll over, which means uh, the likelihood is the people that are buying them are already here, that's coming back here uh, as we know, China doesn't even own a trillion dollars of treasuries anymore. Uh, and again, this this step to me, this, this memorandum of understanding where uh, they're allowing each other to buy into uh, each other's state-run companies uh, just says to me the next step is, oh, by the way, uh, we're going to start trading in in Renimbis, uh instead of dollars. And it would make sense as to why China's been lightening up and lightening up and lightening up. Uh, and, and, again, th- that, that's got to go somewhere, and, and that somewhere is going to be here, which is actually, to Jason's point, it's inflationary, Jason. It's what it is.
1: Exactly, Joe. I, I, you know, China's starting to put tanks in their streets again, kind of like Tiananmen Square in 1989. That, that, that's how serious it's getting over there. You know, the interesting thing about the, the the Chinese property crash that's happening right now, Joe, our property crash at least when people stopped paying on the houses, there was an asset sitting there. With China, they're defaulting on property. There's no property there. A lot of these homes are yeah. the ones that were supposed to be built in the future. The yeah, banks are going to crash or, in China. Or maybe
0: maybe the the shell of the buildings up, but yeah, these these aren't completed assets.
1: No, that, and and they they have a. What is it? Uh, gosh, sixty—I forget how much. Twenty-nine trillion or thirty-something trillion dollars in properties, whereas America only had about fourteen or fifteen trillion back in 2008. It's—it's it's double the size or, or triple the size. I don't have the numbers for front me, but it's—it's it's massive, massive. And uh, and China is going to do whatever it can to survive this this thing that's happening. And uh, you know, they'll—they'll they'll just throw dollars right back at our face if they need to. And I think that's why a lot of properties are being bought by, you know. We say it's BlackRock, but who's inside of BlackRock? Where's that money coming from? I want to get the feeling there's a lot of uh, foreign money uh, buying those properties up from, uh, let's say, China, Saudi Arabia, Russia, you know, putting money in BlackRock and buying up American properties.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, of course, we talked about the Saudi farmland deal uh, here in Arizona the other day. Uh, And then, of course... Uh, the the legislation, the, the spending, the IRS. I, I know a bunch of you have seen this, but it bears to be repeated. Now, they've taken this post down, but make no mistake about this. Just because they took the post down doesn't mean this isn't going to be the requirement. This was right from the IRS's website, jobs.irsafe. slash resources slash job the IRS is hiring new special agents the requirements includes a minimum 50 hours per week which may include irregular hours you got to be on call 24-7 so here's the good news I guess the, the younger kids they're out Wait, wait, I got to work how many hours? And, and irregular, and I got to be on call? Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not p- applying for that. Uh, by the way, it includes holidays and weekends. And here was the part that, that caught everyone's attention. Carry a firearm. Now, that in itself is like, what? Wait a minute, you're an accountant. You're a bean counter. You're looking for tax evasion. Well, you got to carry a firearm, but listen to the next part of this. This is the job description. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. This was the job description on the IRS's website. I believe uh, once it became public, they took it down on Wednesday, Jason.
1: Sounds like those jokers in the uh, the airports. They're, they're trying to get a whole another league of those guys, you know, uh, over police, non-police officers, right? And,
0: and again, think about this. What? First of all, who in the right mind would put this in the job description? Number one, right? Right, you, right, well, like, what clown, uh, yeah, throw that in there, right? Yeah, by the way, you've got to carry a gun, you got to be able to use deadly force, and, and this is our uh, this is our government, the Democrats all got together to get this legislation through. This is a whole lot more than just hiring some IRS agents, Jason.
1: Well, it sounds like they're hiring security, Joe, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like they're hiring a police force for the IRS, that, That's that's what that sounds like. You know, you can, you can say it however you want, but carrying a firearm and using deadly force, that doesn't mean that has to be the IRS agent that's doing the collecting, right? That could just be security. That's interesting. That that sound, That sounds like a whole new level of so-called enforcement, which is what that government lady was saying
0: on the news a couple days ago. Yeah, and again, listen to this. So here's the next line. Be willing and able to participate in arrest, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. Wonder what they, Oh boy. What would fall into other? But here they are. I mean, think about this executing search warrants, right? Participating in arrest, carrying firearms, using lethal force. That sure sounds like police to me, Jason.
1: Well, it sounds like, from the very beginning thing you read, that's the only thing that's going through my mind is, uh, yeah, this sounds like they, they need some security and some, and some enforcement,
0: law enforcement officers
1: to uh, carry out there whatever they're getting ready to do, Joe. Now,
0: now I want to I wanna lay out for everybody, because I think this is important to understand. How much money do they think this is going to raise? Now, we know it won't raise what they said. But how much are they gaining? Now, remember, they're spending $80 billion. They're saying that they hope that they will be able to collect $124 billion in federal revenue from tax cheats over the next decade. So we're doing all of this. Right, we're hiring all these agents. We're arming them. We're telling them they got to be prepared to use deadly force, be able to execute warrants, and participate in arrest, in the hopes of maybe if we're lucky. Now that's assuming number one, you don't you don't, you don't overspend the eighty billion, and number two, you reach your goal, which they never have, Jason. For maybe. Forty four billion dollar net gain in a ten year period. Or, or basically say we're doing this for about four billion dollars a year. By the way, the government spent more than four billion dollars in me saying that sentence.
1: Yeah, it uh, kind of smells of desperation, doesn't it? <laughs> Every penny's gonna count from somewhere here on out, right? That sounds yeah, that sounds desperate, Joe. They need sounds like they really and the other thing is, it sounds like they just really uh, need people to know how serious uh, uh, federal income tax is going to be from here on out. How they, they don't want anybody I, cheating. I think,
0: uh, let me tell you right now, very, that's the point. How serious they're going to take taking your money away from you. That's the point. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up six seventeen ninety eight. 98 We're really? going Gold's we'll been right here all week. It seems like right, right near, uh, right at that that eighteen hundred. Of course, uh, no one really is paying attention to the August contract. Uh, most people now uh, are focused at the December contract. That that's sitting at eighteen thirteen uh, silver right now. Twenty dollars. And fifty four cents. Joe, let uh, me
1: let me, me act, the, let me let me before you get into, can I play it like a two minute piece? Because we were covering that IRS thing, and this is something I've been wanting to do. I'd, it's interesting. I, I've recorded this this James. Trafficking, let's go for it. Yeah, this James Trafficking speech is something I put on our physically. I, I grabbed it years a couple of years ago. Now you can't find it. It's very interesting. Now, it's it's a long speech from two thousand twelve, but there's a piece about the he, he was really big on on, on uh, defending people from the IRS. Listen to what he says as, as, as Joe talks about arming the IRS. Let me, uh, I got to get it just right here. So give me one second, Joe. Well, well he's almost got it, Joe. Here we go. All right, here we go. Listen, listen
2: to this something for you. Family of four at dinner, two children under the age of eight. The wife says to the father, John, called the accountant. I'm scared to death. We get our second notice. The IRS, we owe him $54,000. He said, Martha, not at dinner. John, you keep putting it off. I'm a scared. Don't you understand, John? I'm, I'm afraid. Martha, we don't owe that damn money. They're just pressuring us. I'm not going to pay it. John, call the accountant. I talked to him. He said he thinks he could settle it for 15,000. Do that for me, John. Let's get it behind us. I'm afraid. John pays the 15,000. He has to borrow it. If there's somebody making noises behind me, I'm getting worked up over that. The IRS comes before committees of Congress and says the only way we can collect a voluntary tax is with the element of fear. Fear! United States of America, fear! The only way we can do business and get people to pay their taxes is fear!
1: about that. There you go, Joe. Uh, doesn't that sound like uh, arming the IRS and, uh, and hiring eighty-seven thousand agents? Uh, I don't think there's going to be less fear about this whole thing, do you?
0: And again, I want to highlight how little money they actually expect to get: one hundred twenty-four billion dollars over ten years. They're going to spend eighty. And again, we know what happens. Okay, you're saying one twenty. What are you really going to get? Why? Do, why do I believe? we're going to end up with maybe 50. Spent 80 to collect 50, but you've armed them cuz something bigger's at work here. Let me let me just give you some facts about this and how bad this really is. They say the I uh, the army of IRS agents, according to Republicans, will do nothing but harass small business owners, which we know and that includes all of you people, all the low income that they promised wouldn't happen. According to the data, Americans earning less than $75,000 a year, okay, which is the vast majority of Americans, Let, let's, of the tax, when you think about the tax paying base, that's the overwhelming majority. They receive 60% of the audits. That's, that's the math, 60%. I know a lot of people are like, what? Why are they auditing so many poor people? Well, because there's only so many people that make more than that, right? You know, the the other, believe me, uh, the other 40%, uh, the the IRS agent to taxpayer ratio uh, is significantly, significantly less. But here's how it's going to work. They said, based on what the IRS said, which is there'll be no discernible difference in the percentage of audits by dollar amount. So in other words, what this legislation didn't say, okay, IRS, we're going to give you all these agents, but they only can audit people making $400,000 or more. That was not in there. The head of the IRS has already said, listen, the, the percentages aren't changing. So here's what that means. People earning less than seven hundred and or less than seventy five thousand will be subject to another, an additional seven hundred and ten thousand eight hundred and sixty three audits. Those making a million dollars or more would be subject to an additional fifty two thousand two hundred and ninety five audits they said the total bill is going to increase audits by a total of 1.2 million dollars or one more, 1.2 million more audits that are going to be dud by the way the vast majority of it, seven hundred and ten thousand eight hundred and sixty-three for under seventy-five thousand, seventy-five thousand to two hundred, another 236685 thirty-six six eighty-five of the additional one point two million more audits, nine hundred and fifty thousand, essentially almost a million of the one point two will be done on people making less than two hundred thousand dollars a year, Jason. And uh, by the way, with their guns, with their re- with their with them ready to use deadly force,
1: and and with a digital currency uh, on the horizon, when that thing is put in, can you imagine the kind of tax laws that are going to be sprung out of nowhere? Which let's just let's just say this: uh, Joe sells me a couch, right? And I get I give him three hundred bucks. Suddenly the IRS says, "Well, that's income," and since it's it's provable because everything is being looked at now, Joe has to pay. You know, he has to pay he has to pay uh, taxes on that couch he sold Jason. And there wouldn't be no way to hide it. It should just be a private purchase, right, Joe? But why do I have the feeling that the uh, the, the types of things that are going to be taxed and, and there's no way to...
0: Uh, well, and again, it's going to be different enforcement. Not just that, because you're right. They're doing that now, right? Anybody that's getting Zeld or venmo or Paypal'd, yep. uh, you're, right, you're, you're going to be subject to that stuff over $600. Uh, it, now, though, think about it this way. Well, oh, you went over your carbon footprint. Yeah, see. Uh, I know that you had, uh, the only house you could afford, uh, was 50 miles away from your job. And I understand you've got to drive to and from work every day. Uh, but you've purchased way too much gas. Uh, so there's a carbon tax credit, right? I mean, just think about all the things that they can do with that digital currency. Uh, to make sure all these IRS agents keep their jobs, Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Jason, it doesn't take a rocket science scientist to figure this out. What What do you think these agents are going to be doing yep. at the, when the crash comes? And we we get ready to eliminate most of the banks in this country, and get ready to to go to the digital currency. Uh, remember, uh, we shared with you uh, the Bank of Australia saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, we up, we we're coming, we're 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 getting ready here." Uh, so anywhere between 2025 and 2030, Martin Armstrong yesterday. Don't be surprised to see World War III as early as 2024. Talking about a stock market surprise in September. What do you think these agents are going to be doing? And this is why I I keep telling everybody, uh, this is, they they really, God, you got to give them credit. They're so, so stinking good. They really stuck it to us with Dodd-Frank. They really did. And got everybody, all the all the Wall Street guys clapping up and down, and and what a great thing, and this is going to fix our problems. It had nothing to do with fixing any problem. What it had to do with is making sure, hey, the next time around, the government's not on the hook. Because right, think about it. The government's like, hey, we can't add $19, $20 trillion to the national debt overnight because that's probably what it's going to take. We need to make sure that the depositors are the one that's going to pay it. And, 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 and the reality is, I don't know how many more times, Jason, I can say it. The FDIC insurance fund doesn't have the money. So that's a non-starter. That that that's I mean you can you can say you uh we can insure any amounts we want. Well, look at look at the last crash. Remember those reinsurers like AIG and the rest. Remember what happened to all of those companies? They all went out of business because they didn't have the money.
1: That's right, Joe. And
0: neither right, Jason. And neither does the FDIC.
1: Well, and I think <clears throat> I think these eighty-seven thousand IRS agents, Joe. I think it's going more than just the, the the situations in front of us. I think they're being trained for the next year, two years, four years. I mean, we haven't talked about universal basic income in a while, but that's still on the table. It's coming. And, wh- and why do I get the feeling, you know, that they need to have a lot more agents monitoring whatever new tax system is in place? And let's just give an example. Uh, we have such a massive. Uh, just a massively economic stressful situation worldwide uh, people can't buy food and they can't pay rent they don't want a whole country full of homeless people right so somehow you succumb to a new uh, system where they will inject the money you need for your rent you have to report what your rent is uh you have to uh you have to inject whatever your food budget is or maybe they just tell you what your food budget is and they inject the money in when they see fit and and then it's like well you know what uh and you know it seems like the guy that's renting to you, he's, he's got a little extra cheese, you know. He's, he's got a couple of buildings. Well, we'll make sure that we just take the money out of his account for some of your rents and you can't even pay it at all. You know, Joe, the, the, I mean, this is really the, the, the types of – and they're going to need a lot of IRS agents to be able to overlook this, these sorts of things in the future, Joe.
0: Yes, to determine what your fair share is. Yep. Right To be able to go through and, and go through your accounts and look at your spending, that's a great thing with the digital currency. They, they, they'll now uh, be able to see everything. Right now, you can't hide what you're doing, and uh, we can go in and just uh, be able to assess how much of that money you really get to have uh, because it's your new duty as an American uh, to to help out your neighbor, you know what? They're not as fortunate as you, and somebody's yep. got to pay for it. Yep,
1: yeah, Joe. It's it's gonna it's gonna discourage uh, home ownership as far as people who rent properties out. Hey, wait a minute! They're saying that my, my I'm less poor than the other guys because I'm I'm running properties, so I have to like kick in a, a couple of hundred dollars. You know, that's just gonna be automatically withdrawn from me for my renters that are so poor they can't handle the bills. And it's just, it's always, these kinds of controls, Joe, they always backfire. They always go the wrong direction. They, they, the controllers think that they, here, these, these are things that are socially re, uh, responsible and it's going to really fix problems. It always
0: backfires because people, you know, you people, up people up that have one. assets
1: are going to figure out a way to hide them in any system, Joe.
0: You, you brought up a great point. There's a lot of people, because that's been, I would say, uh, after the last housing crash. A lot of Americans, a lot they've made some good money buying property renting them out i didn't even think about hey wait a minute they 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 want blackrock to own the, company, the to own the houses not the not the citizenry uh wouldn't that be a great way to get a bunch of uh, americans who had rental properties to get rid of them yes Right? Right. Right. And BlackRock, they're not going to
1: take money out of BlackRock's pocket for their renters. No way.
0: Right? To get rid of them because, hey, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a landlord in, in this country now. All of a sudden, uh, I, 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 I've got to meet with the IRS guy every year to determine uh, how much uh, was too much, right? Well, oh, gosh, I made too much money renting this property uh, I, I've got to give a bunch back so uh, my tenants can uh, get put a piece of this universal basic income.
1: Well, Joe, you, you, you own the house, and now a chunk's been taken out of you to help support your renter. And you're in there fixing the plumbing and, and putting in a new dryer. And you're looking around like, this ain't worth it. What am I doing? I'm doing the work to give it to somebody else. You're going to sell that property and walk away. That's, that's Absolutely. The, these things are coming. Absolutely.
0: Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh five nine two Prices have been uh, pretty steady all week uh, as gold is sitting here just below $1,800. Uh, I know, Jason, I'm getting uh, my first b- batch of those Trump rounds uh, today. Have you seen yours yet?
1: I have not gotten mine yet, so I haven't seen them.
0: So I think yours are coming uh, hopefully today as well. I, they're supposed to be fantastic. Uh, so, uh, if you've been waiting on those, uh, they, they are going to be landing, uh, once, once we have them, we'll, we'll, be calling everybody to pick them up, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I'll check, maybe on Monday, we'll do it one more time, uh, I'll have to see what the, uh, wholesalers have left, uh, on the gold side of things, 10th ounce American Gold Eagles, uh, $250 right now, uh, those are, uh, I'm being told that, uh, there, there's no more 2022s that are going to be made. So that's what I'm being told to today. We'll see. Uh, but Jason, once again, the Mint seemingly, uh, having a problem, uh, making supply and demand, uh, meet each other.
1: Yeah. There's nothing we can do about, uh, a lack of supply. And the fact that it's August and they're saying they're not making anymore, I, I, I never believe when I hear that when you say it, Joe, because yeah, they're obviously making them. But why do I feel like there's a, a billionaire in Texas that's buying them all?
0: It, yeah, that's the part we don't know, right? Is is, uh, is somebody already laid claim to whatever uh, amount of tenth ounce of gold eagles are supposed to be made between now and the end of the year? Uh, but they're out there, but they're most likely just going to be back dates now, right, Jason?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the way it's going to be. So, I mean, uh, it, when it comes to silver or gold, it's, it's always a good day to buy. You, you, you really don't lose. Uh, you're, you're putting it somewhere to protect yourself from all the crazy stuff that Joe just brought on the air today, right, Joe? We uh, you, you yeah. bring the stories to you because you need to know why you're supposed to be holding this stuff.
0: Yeah, and again, I this whole IRS thing. The more I, the more because inf- you know this is how it works. You know, who was it, Pelosi? Well, you got to pass the bill. To actually see what's in it, uh, and now we're starting to see what's in it, and, and it's a it's a little disturbing. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. Is anybody surprised? that I shock anybody that uh, all that extra money? Hey, uh, by the way, we're going to audit the same percentages that we've always audited at, which generally means that. Hey, guess what? Eighty-five percent. Of all the extra audits are going to be done on people making less than two hundred grand, but they can just say, "Well, the percentage didn't change."
1: Yeah, yeah, that's you know. <laughs> oh, Joe, I, 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 I'm getting ready for the next show I Half Empty Cup of Joe. I, I got a little distracted there, so I didn't hear that last thing you said. I'll have, have to fully admit. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, the the I, I was just saying. You know, it's all a bunch of, 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 of wordplay. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, we're, yes. Going after, yep. yeah we're, we're going after the $400,000 guys. But then yes. uh, once the bill's passed, you find out, oh, no, we're not changing the audit percentages. Yeah. So essentially we're going to audit at the same levels that we've audited in the past, which just means – 85% of all the audits, new audits, additional audits, which they say this bill they're paying for an additional 1.2 million audits a year. Well, guess what? A million of those are going to be done for people making under under $200,000. Yeah. How do you like us now? Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Enjoy your weekend.